Hello, what's going on? Yep, don't freak out. This is not another half-hour solo podcast. This is just a little roll-in segment to the show that Ben suggested maybe I do in 2024 just to give everybody a preview of what they're about to hear. I have no idea how long I'm going to do this. I can't promise you that I will do it all through 2024 or that the podcast will survive 2024, but I'm going to do it today. One of the topics you'll hear us talk about during this podcast is fanny packs. And when I say fanny packs, I don't mean like the traditional fanny pack. What I'm talking about is those like male crossbody tactical bags. Uh, so I use the word fanny pack. If I could go back in time, I would change the verbiage I decided to use and I would have said crossbody tactical front pack or something like that. I said fanny pack. Uh, just because it was the first thing that came to mind. So understand that's what I'm talking about. And in addition to that, when I'm talking about it, and I'm talking about seeing it on Instagram and how it's not really popular in this area. What I actually meant to say was I've only seen it advertised. I've seen advertisements on all kinds of social media platforms in my algorithms. Every time it's a tactical dude and he's wearing this thing and his guns in it and his knives are in it and his wallets in it. And other stuff that he needs, but I've never actually seen someone wear it in person, in real life, ever. So the only place I've ever actually seen it is on an advertisement. So I don't believe it's real, but I don't want to get Alex Jones about it. Somebody somewhere is probably wearing it. But either way, I just wanted to clarify, I'm not talking about a fanny pack. Nobody is wearing a fanny pack style fanny pack anymore. Uh, Nobody with any kind of dignity. So just get that right out of your head. The other thing that I I was thinking while doing this episode, and I think about it all the time, but while going back and editing the podcast, so I listened to the entire podcast again while I'm editing it, um, just because I'm crazy, and I think to myself, I constantly fall into these traps, and I try to, to navigate around them, which is to say certain words or bring certain things up and figure out a way where Ben will not immediately do some sort of impression. Sometimes he'll say a word. Sometimes he'll break into an accent for a minute. Sometimes, you know, you guys know. Um, and so I try to avoid that. A lot of times I won't, you'll hear me not. I will, I will check it by just moving past because I feel like if I, if I give it any grace, I'll be stuck with it. I think at least for the foreseeable future, I'm past the my wife, but I, I I don't I don't know. That could come back up when I start talking about my wife, which I say a lot. He could use it there, but I'm hoping that it just we we move past it in 2024 and we we it's it's over with. Now you guys might be doing it on the other side, uh, but I'm hoping to uh, to never hear it again. I was thinking about the not bringing this up. Because I feel like I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here, but I I feel like Ben is going to start weaving in this Bill Maher impression that that he broke out on this episode. It could use work, um, but it's it's not half bad. I just I like the idea of 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 what I want to get out of listening to Bill Maher or you know his guests or whatever. When Ben does, it's funny. Yes, I get it. Uh, when he does the impression, though, it's really the one of the main things I hate about Bill Maher the most. And so 
Although I understand why that's funny, why the voice is funny and why it's funny to do impersonations or why it's like, Oh, that's kind of interesting that he could make his voice sound like that. I, I do per, I honestly, I'm not kidding around. It annoys, it annoys me. So, uh, I try to move past it, but I can guarantee you once he hears this, he, we're going to be hearing that stupid thing. Um, so I actually thought about getting some drops, some Bill Maher drops, and then maybe he would hear that and be like, well, I don't need to do it because he's got these drops, but who knows? Finally, I know because of our schedule, we are only getting together every other week, as you know, and I am enjoying the ability to podcast again. So I've kicked around the idea of bringing somebody else in on that off week or maybe doing you know solo podcasting or whatnot. But my wife told me last week when she listened to the beginning of the podcast where I t- rambled on for 25 minutes or whatnot, she, she was not happy. It did not bring her joy. So that always sticking in the back of my head may change my mind about the, the want or the, the need for me to be doing solo podcasts. Who, who knows? I also kicked around the idea of you know adding video to the podcast or doing video podcasts but i have to tell you that like i personally enjoy the audio only because then i'm not compelled to be staring at a screen the entire time and i can go about my business knowing there's no video component and i could just listen and get those things i need to get done around the house or drive or whatnot done without having to you know, be glued to my phone. I also like to be able to scroll through my phone while listening to podcasts and that would preclude me or you from being able to do that successfully. So I like sticking with the audio format. I understand that it is going to be a barrier to growth, but it is what it is. So before I start the episode, I do want to point out because Ben pointed out to me, again, we are coming up on New Year's Eve another holiday, if you will, and absolutely no mention of it. No looking back, no lists about, you know, who died or what happened in major events that happened or anything. We pay absolutely no homage to New Year's Eve like we didn't during Christmas, like we traditionally don't do during any holiday. And that is not a conscious choice, I swear to God. I just don't think about it, and it is not something I, I – I, it just happens that way. So we don't talk about it. It shouldn't be a surprise to you. Here's episode 307. Hey, what's going on? It is episode 307 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. You ever watch a show or a movie on Netflix with the closed caption? And I'm not going to... I know we've gone down this road before. Your answer is going to be yes, you've done it. Uh, right? I watch everything on closed okay. caption. And I, watch, I know I watch everything except for live sports. And even then, um, if it's available, I will. And I think we talked about this before. I'm pretty sure. but So I don't want to bore people. Just humor me here. You do it because why? You want to make sure you don't miss anything or there's things going on in the background. And it's like, I I want to be able to read. So there's a lot of stuff that's 
for whatever reason, the volumes aren't right or Netflix. No, because or... then later on I can tell everybody I read for four hours. <laughs> no, seriously. Why? Uh, I grew up next to train tracks, and they would constantly. Oh, so this, is, this predates. Oh, this is from the 90s. Yeah. Oh, okay. As soon as DVDs offered it. Yeah, because I grew up next to train tracks, and so they would uh, drown out stuff, and it would make everybody mad. So I just started watching these with subtitles. Then I just got used to it, and I was like, oh, it, when I, I feel like I missed something, I'd look at the bottom of the screen. I don't even know I'm doing it. It's like driving and texting at this point. So as an adult, you've been in a relationship with several adult women. That's not a question either. Okay. Uh, do you find that women, <laughs> in your experience, have are annoyed by having the... Yes, but I find they eventually come to the dark side. Where they like it or they just go, yes, it just goes into the background. You don't realize it's there. It's not a big deal. Well, the lady right now says she will always watch her subtitles now because she's gotten used to it. Okay. and At first, it's like, what's going on? Why are these on? And the next thing you know, you're just reading. So what I find interesting is I'm trying to remember what movie. We watched some stupid. Oh, it was this stupid-ass movie that you? I think you talked about. It was the one where... uh, Ed Helms, it's like a Christmas movie. One of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen. Christmas Switch. Not funny. And hey, I'm down for a Christmas movie. I'm down for a family movie. I saw the Adam Sandler one where in Bill Burr, we've talked about it. It wasn't the greatest thing. It was a cartoon even. Or like a, you know, one of those like... You watched Leo? Is that what what it's called? Yeah, Adam Sandler's new one with Bill Burr. Yeah, it's called. Leo. So we talked about that. The title. But I just so I just watched this other one with Ed Helms after you had brought it up, and you're like, "Oh, it was a family movie or whatever." So there was yeah. a night where it was just me, and my daughter. But and I didn't tell you whether wife. it was dog shit or not. Yeah, you're right. I assumed it was dog <laughs> shit because it has Ed, Ed Helms in it. What he, is if Ed he's Helms? the lead? He's Ed, he's awful. Dude, like, don't even say The Office because like he's the worst part of The Office. I have a lot of feelings on that, but I will say he's definitely not a shining light. There are times where I liked him in The Office just because he he's he, you love to hate him. He's a you know, yeah. but whatever. Um, and in that movie, there was a lot of transitional scenes where for hearing impaired people, it would be like, I, I just noticed this. Uh, and I had my little book out and I wrote it down. It was like, it would transition into a scene. And it would be like somber music. Oh, it'll say or, ominous. Yeah. Or ominous dramatic. music or, di- you know, rave disco music or, yeah. or something with like an R and B. And I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about how does a deaf person who was born deaf know what that means. So you, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, so they're explaining to you, this is reggae. If you're deaf and you have zero idea. Now, if you've lost hearing and had it at one point and lost it, I get it. But how, do, how did, what is it like? Don't, this is completely ignorant, but mm. I was under the impression that deaf people can still feel music uh, standing next to a speaker could feel like sonic waves or whatnot. I think that's right. But if you don't have a uh, a bass booster on your TV yeah. or anything, you're just watching the regular television speakers, <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. says ominous music, are you like, well, I know what ominous means because just because I'm deaf doesn't mean I can't look at a dictionary. I but I think it's just for the people that used to have hearing and lost it. And it's got to be. Now they're showing off. Like, it's got to oh, be. I remember reggae, I think. <laughs> but now I ask you, if you only have limited idea of reggae, let's say you uh, you well, only know of Bob Marley. Let me just say. Every like, time in a movie, are you like, it's Bob Marley again? You always fill in the blank when it says reggae with the only reggae you know. You only know. How, how much reggae do you know? I think I would be glad I was deaf. <laughs> If the subtitle said reggae music playing, and I was like, oh. What thank, about reggaeton? Thank God. I, oh, dude. <laughs> reggaeton music? I'm like, thank God I lost my hearing. But do you understand, like, if it said, like, uh, the character walk, it's like heavy metal music plays. Like, what in your head? 
If you were, if you became deaf born tomorrow, deaf? Oh, no, no. Now okay. you're deaf tomorrow. We're yeah. already moved past it. Uh-huh. The people who were born deaf. This isn't for them. Yeah. I think yeah. we've we've come to a conclusion. Uh, that's where we're at. But you go deaf today, you and anyone who's listening to this, and it says ominous music. What I want you to hum right now the tone in your mind that's ominous music. Okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Now do it no, into the in microphone so I'm we can all hear. Sing, it. You want me to sing? No, ominous hum music? it. I want to hear oh, what tone you like, would hear. I mean, it's like just, that Freddy Krueger type of like that's what? It exactly. Just yeah, just eerie low violin. Just uh, okay. So yeah. then they were they're like rap music. Do you know how much rap music is out in the world? I mean, would French Fresh Prince is rap music. Mm-hmm. Run DMC is rap music. Beastie Boys is rap music. Uh, Earl the Hooded Sweatshirt. That's what I'm saying. Like, so how do you fill that in as a no longer hearing person. Does I, that ruin movies for you or does it make it better? Because just like reading a book, you, you get in a book, you get to decide what the character looks like if you haven't watched the movie first. Yeah. I think just like most adults our age, like where you think your music was the best coming up, you know? So if it's going to say like, if it says like whatever music, you're going to fill it in with like black flag. You're just gonna be like, that's, that's what I want to hear. That's my favorite. So that's what I'm putting in. You know so I mean? if it was like, you know, you see them walk into a, a rock band or, or a rock concert, or they, it says somebody turns on a stereo and there's rock music. You just say whatever is your your thing. Whatever what type you, of music they describe, I pick a different corn song that fits. Or do you look at the characters <laughs> in the scene and decide what you think that person would look, you know, be listening to? If it said like loud rock music and the dude had long hair, you'd be like, oh, this guy's listening to with arms well, wide but open. But it's almost always just, well, that should be in every song, every movie. But I think it's just uh, it's like score. So. Like, if you watch any David Fincher movie, it's going to say, like, ominous, eerie, industrial. And you're going to yeah. be like, that's Trent Reznor style. Okay, Just- but I guess I feel like music more than anything, obviously scenery, but music more than anything sets the tone in a movie. And if you, if, if the director has a certain tone they're trying to set, shouldn't they say Judas Priest... Like what specific song is playing? But they will sometimes. Okay, but they will. But they should be a, doing that for a score. They won't. For but, for blanket like purchased background non copyrighted. They just put should that. they put Judas Priest like in the style of in the style of. I like that. That's yeah, a great idea. Music in the style of. Yeah, that would be that would make more sense. Because if it would if it was like contemporary rock and roll, but you're watching the movie twenty years later and you're thinking it's Menudo, it's not. Yeah, things have changed. You lost your hearing like when. Metal was Judas Priest, right? So now they're playing metal, but it's really, uh, I don't know, yeah, whatever, not or something, right? But yeah. but to you, it's the same thing. I just feel I mean? like it would definitely change the outcome of the movie. So this is how I watch movies now, and I did that because I was so ready to be done with this movie that uh, I had to find something else to do in order to make it through. Now I don't like to pick up my yeah, phone. It was pretty bad. I don't like to pick up my phone and scroll. I think that's uh, disrespectful to the other people who you've decided to watch a movie with. But mm-hmm. writing something down. That's okay. On yeah. an actual physical Yeah, piece well, of you're, paper. you're putting the effort in. You're burning yeah. calories. People know what I'm doing. I had my kids over the first half of Christmas break, and I literally watched The Godfather 1 and Godfather 2, I think, in one day. Mm-hmm. Those better Christmas movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was just like, I don't know. I, I told you, like, I was listening to Christmas music since November. I watched all the Christmas movies with the family, but there's periods when they're, like, playing with their new stuff or going, doing stuff with their friends, and I'm kind of like, they're at the age now where I can kind of hide a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just Godfather one and two, just just straight through, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like Why'd be, you stop? Between like, um, I've never seen three. Oh really? Never. Yeah, everyone just says it sucks so bad, and you can sort of smell. Yeah, but don't you want to see how the story ends? 
No. Okay. You you could smell two getting bad a little bit at the end. Could would you be okay? So let me take you back to this. You're right, but let me take you back to Fast and the Furious. It's the first one, right? Great movie for what it for what it is. Yeah. Super true. entertaining, cool characters, cool scenes, cool cars, sexy. Men. Yeah. It, all this. And some women. I go back and say I could be done with just that one. Everything that came after yeah. that, I'm like un, completely unnecessary. It only works to unravel the story yeah godfather 2 a lot of unanswered questions that followed fast and the furious that didn't need to be answered you had to know like could you jump from a moving plane yes onto a moving while another person was jumping across an expressway yeah Yeah. can you fight in midair and then land on a truck and the answer is i think so yeah yeah Yeah, i'm pretty sure so these are the things i do but i watched this is another time where you suggested a movie I mean, you didn't tell me to watch it. You, no threw it yeah. you threw it out there, and um, I bid on it because I was like, well, I have kids too, and that seems like something that maybe the whole family can enjoy. Uh, and then a day later, my wife, or a couple days later, my wife was like, oh, I saw this really great reviews on this movie from TikTok. Everyone's reviewing it. They're saying it's great. I'm like, okay, stop. TikTok is for teenagers and you know like what i don't know what your algorithm looks like i guarantee you it doesn't look like my algorithm no no and it was this movie called Saltburn, and i immediately was like what's it about and she played the like oh i'm not i'm not really sure i just know people were talking i was like well we we have this thing called google we could look she's like an ad kept coming up for it was like it was like some some weird half british thing set in a castle with like some some homoerotica i I don't know what and so i was just like why why would you think that this i would I don't understand. Yeah. And then she got angry and she's like, oh, well, you, you just won't give it a chance. And I was like, no, because it, it's no different than looking at a book and going, I'm not interested in the theme here, so I'm not, so not going to read it. Well, it's like just grabbing a random, like back in the day going to Blockbuster, just yeah. grabbing a random film. I mean, if the cover looked good, and yeah. that would mean that there was a, a good looking lady that you knew was in the movie and it was made in a certain era and there was an R rating. Then you Things know. were popping you, off, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you, you at least that. knew that was going to happen. You can get excited about it. But don't watch the movie Saltburn ever. I thought I, it has a T. I thought it was Salburn or something. I don't know. I call it Saltburn. That's probably it's probably what it is because I remember seeing that. Like they were pushing that hard on, of course, Prime or yeah. something. Doesn't surprise me. I don't. Yeah, I mean, me. that's it's what you it, think it, it is. It got to her too. Yeah, I don't know. I just watched too, too much TV, man. I watched that Till Murder Do Us Part. You ever see that? No, but now you have to watch this. Yeah. Well, it's good, but you know, in like a documentary series is like this could have been ninety minutes. Yeah. Instead, it's like eight hours. It's good, but there's there's like people with British accents in it. No, and and um, oh no, there's oh no, so murder do his part. I'm not sure if this is similar. So southern accents, I assume you're stupid. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't, because people from southern states have done very smart things. But mm-hmm. I just assume mm-hmm. because the way they talk, I go that person's super. That's stupid. That's because that's what TV, movies, media has always depicted, right? That's how you distinct. That's how you make a distinction between smart characters and stupid characters for stupid people. Well, but we've been with, fed that though. But even without the media, yeah, yes, and but even without the media, like you, somebody from Britain would be like, "Oh, um, there's a folding chair over there. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go take a seat in it." But someone from South would be like, "There's a chair over there. I'm gonna sit down." Like it just sounds. Their use of language is so much. I guess I still worse. argue that that was we were pre-programmed that way because I would say there's certain, and I don't know how. 
only if you lived in Europe or England you would know. Certain parts of England have different accents, and those people could say, oh, that's a low-class accent, this is a high-class yeah. accent. I don't know what those are. I listen to them all, and I go, not interested. I mean, if it's like Cockney, you won't think. But, like, you watch, what is that, Peaky Blinders or something, where people talk a certain way, and you go, oh, I just assume they're super smart because of the way they say that. See, I assume they're dumb. That accent, that Cockney accent, I'm like, mm, Yeah, not Cockney, dumb. yeah, but I just, I want... I, think, I guess what I want to do is I want to hear people with really uh, good sound, me have good words, people with British accents that sound very uh, uh, um, eloquent. Like Michael Caine? Yeah, like I want to hear Michael Caine like talk about fixing a transmission and eating fried <laughs> chicken. And I want to see if it sounds way better. So yeah, I'm watching these documentaries and there's just people in the South and like... You know, people have this money, and they're clearly successful, and they're lawyers. And all I can think of them is like in a courtroom. You're talking about the one like, about the, Lord. the Murdoch family. Yeah, where the kid has the boat accident. And I, well, I might have wrote something down and mixed my notes up and did two different things. I think they blended, but I did see the Murdoch family one. Yeah, and these people look like I mean, they're still don't like, know if it's Murdoch, super, Murdoch, Murdoch, Murdoch. I think uh, murderer, super, uh, super uh, rich, mm-hmm. and they're lawyers, and you know. But I just, I still go like, there's no way they're smart. Right? But you, but here's the thing: if you look at them, you're like, these are people who shouldn't be in expensive houses and expensive suits just by their heads. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're well, like, if there's that much like ginger red, right. redness in you. It's like you gotta chill out. Right. You gotta. You gotta put some overalls on at some point. <laughs> no, I think the murder to his part might have been a different one. There was like a, a fella from Germany who fell in love with this girl who had a half British accent. But either way, when they when they would write, what's a half British accent like Madonna? Like yeah, yeah, like uh, <laughs> like Spanglish. Like your mom was English, gotcha. so you have a. It's a little bit. It's enough to notice. Mm-hmm. But everything they would say would sound so like eloquent and professional. It's like you're you're saying some pretty heinous stuff, mm-hmm. but you make it sound nice. I don't know. I just get tripped out by accents, man. And I wish. I wish we could just agree, like, if you're going to talk a certain way, then you are a certain IQ. Mm-hmm. Like, don't confuse me by being smart and sounding dumb. Well, it won't be very long before the black mirror idea of the social score comes out, and we all know right away when we come in contact with someone what their their social score is, and that'll let us know before we need anything. Yeah, well, that does happen in black mirror a lot, too. Like, they'll have normal, everyday, like, schmopes, and, but they'll sound British, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, even though these people are, like, living a little crummy flat and don't have any money they're still probably brilliant right because right. the way they speak yeah it's just silliness man i think people got to match it up you know else is bugging you know since we're talking about films this has been stuck in my craw for two months now i keep saying i'm gonna google a list um women getting naked in the wrong movie i'm interested have we talked about this no before? well i don't know there i was, forget we, we were gone for a long time i watched that uh that jennifer lawrence movie she's got a new oh one. yeah yeah dude I've what, seen it. <laughs> hard something? Yeah. It, it basically, the premise is, is that this nerdy kid's parents pay her to de-virginize their kid and make him a man before he goes away to college because he's, he's like, but you know, he stays in the house. He's just like a millennial kid who has no experience. No social skills. And body double or not, she's completely full frontal naked, but you're like, it's the no most. No body double. It's, it's the most unattractive nakedness yeah that's what i'm it's talking almost like jerry seinfeld saying bad naked it is like i mean as bad as her naked can get it was but like i just go and i know she was naked in red sparrow i understand but my point still remains sometimes there will be like an actress where like you you watch this actress for 10 years beautiful lady I'm not saying you're like 
not saying you're rooting for them to be naked in the film, but you just go like, boy, oh boy, like it wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at you if you were, right? Then they do this weird thing, and maybe it's like the, sometimes it's when their popularity is waning. Mm-hmm. Then they'll pick this weird like art film. To this all was not ju- that an art film. <laughs> no, this like, I just feel like uh, you're probably not supposed to get naked in Hunger Games or something. But when you're like at the top, you're making those movies with Bradley Cooper, right? If you're going to get naked, do it then. Why would you wait to a straight-to-Netflix comedy that you know for sure won't win you any awards? And you're like, this is when I'm going to fight people on a beach. I think I know why. And I take this – I this is what I call the Bruce Springsteen argument. Bruce Springsteen has this immense catalog. Immense catalog. We, we can agree – and everybody knows that Bruce Springsteen plays four- or five-hour concerts. If you go to a Bruce, Bruce Springsteen show, it's 16 innings long. That That's, that's, that's modest. And – the argument I hear or I've heard for many, many years from people that are Springsteen fans is, well, I went to a Springsteen concert and like he didn't play. I was pissed because after X amount of hours or I waited forever and he didn't play Born to Run or he didn't play, you know, whatever, whatever song they wanted to hear. But the problem is his catalog is so immense. So if you go on YouTube right now, you could put Bruce Springsteen in there and you could watch concerts where Bruce Springsteen, basically his band will stop and be like, Hey, throw out a name of any song, any song in the world. And then their band plays it. And so they take up this time where they could be playing the tunes and the hits that everyone wants and expects them to play. And they do something completely off book because they're tired of playing night after night, doing the same thing over and over. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to do something for me. I think it's funny to her. Yeah. I think it's funny. I don't really care. I, I don't, I'm not into this people taking themselves so seriously. I believe, I agree with you. She's too, she's such a bankable actress. It doesn't make sense. But if it may make sense, if you stop thinking of it, how you're thinking of it and you just go like, Hey, I could go do another, this movie or that movie, but why not just break it up by doing something completely against type? The problem is when you start out, I was just listening. This is crazy. I started listening to Bill Maher's podcast. And this is a whole nother thing. But you mean it, watching? W- listening. Or you can well, do, you can, you do, can do either one. So I, sometimes, I, depending on what I'm doing, I will watch or I'll listen. But he was talking to Boy George. And Boy George was saying, like, he was talking about how he likes Boy George's later stuff more than his earlier stuff. And Boy George said, you know, this is the, the thing that artists have to deal with, which is when you make it big on this thing that you're doing, the record company does not want you to change and neither do your fans. So you want to grow musically and you want to do different things. I mean, you've been an artist for 40 years making records. It's like, I want to spread my wings and do something yeah. different. And most people will be like, not interested. We want, we want, we, we want what we want. Taylor Swift. We, we want Karma Chameleon record. over and over yeah, and over. Yeah. And he's like, that's not fair to me as an artist, but oh, well, if you sign a six record deal with a record company, like they're the ones telling you what what's going to go on the record and what isn't. And that's, so long way around, I it doesn't make sense to me, but maybe that's why she's doing it. I don't know. But I just felt like I saw it and I was like, yeah, that was just odd to me. The whole scene was odd. The whole thing just didn't, and it was, it was a, another movie we've seen a million times, same exact concept, different people, more contemporary than the, the versions of it in the past. And it, it hit the same. It's not, it's not great. You could miss it. No, but it's just so like it's so weird when they choose. They can't all be like Charlize Theron, who was like she was in her heyday, and she was like, I, "I'm just gonna do it now. You're gonna, I'm gonna get it out of the way." And I went, "That's what we all ordered. That's what we were hoping for. Fine." But then you like, who is it? Like, uh, like Jennifer Aniston just got naked in some Apple TV show or something. 
Yeah, and it's like first time here, but it's like I I, because I googled it, but like, (laughs) but like, for all the uh, friends comes up again, right? That dirty little show. Mm -hmm. So, friends, uh, the movie with I don't know, two two movies with Brad Pitt or like she did a bunch of big things, and she's like the hottest thing ever, and it's like no. Then she waits to watch something on Apple TV, which nobody ever uses or watches. Do you believe that's because of relevance? Like it's like, hey, I still want to tell myself and everyone else. I think that she thinks that perhaps, but but in the case of Jennifer Lawrence in this movie, no one's going to be like, now we think you're a better actor, or now we, are we think you're satiated. hotter than we thought you were before. Yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, it definitely does not make any sense. Like there's like the Natalie Portmans or Kirsten Dunst's of the world who will just like. All of a sudden, being some weird like, oh, my cousin's roommate made this film. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not gonna get I did naked. Three in a for, I did three for you. I got to do one for me. That's the one for her that she yeah. wanted. That. <laughs> what I'm saying is, we wanted that. Yeah. So it does. It was, your theory would hold more water if it was like, yeah, but there's a, if there, she's like, finally, I'll do the blockbuster and show my boobs because you want to see them. But that's not what's happening. They're going like, everybody was happy and everybody bought tickets and they were all fans okay. of you. And then I'm gonna wait until. Throw, let me just throw out this. Theory they can't though. all be Vigo Mortison. So. There was a uh, an iPhone hack into her phone where thou or you know thousands, a hundred or so pictures or videos were released yeah. of her private. That's what right? we called the the frappening. So with that, maybe she's like, it's such a a weird thing for people to see like these intimate things she didn't want to share. That she was like, I'm going to give you what you want, but it's not going to be, I don't know, maybe she tried to turn this thing on its ear. Well, I, that's actually a good theory. I like, I, I sympathize sympathize with the idea of my personal stuff got out there. It was super, um, it was, it was, it was just, what, gee, I can't find any words today. God (laughs) bless my brain doesn't work. But like, it's very uh, intrusive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's really not fair for the world to be like, let's see what's on your phone. That's super intrusive. So I guess you would feel very uh, victimized by that. And so you go, all right, I'm going to take control back. Right. But in no hard feelings though. <laughs> well, this is the way you want to take it back. I don't know. I mean, maybe she felt like this was the time to do it because it's not a serious movie. And there's the, 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 the bar is low. I don't know. The movie sucked. I mean, it was entertaining, but it was, it, it's what, it's it what good. every yeah. other version of that movie is, except this one has naked Jennifer Lawrence. I just remember seeing that and going, it, it's happening again. <laughs> it's happening again. It, it, someone's getting naked later. Not later. She's still a young, beautiful person, but like, it just seemed like the oddest way. Like if you're going to, I don't know. It's, it's, it, you know what it is? It's like going like, I only eat at home. I make my own meals. I uh, I don't believe in like processed food or I I I, I just want to do everything in my kitchen so I know where it's from and then one day you go I'm finally I'm going to go out for a nice meal and you go to White Castle or mm-hmm. something yeah. it's like you waited all this time for that's your burger you picked so let me back this up real quick I I did mention that um I started listening to Bill Maher and what happened was I saw an Instagram clip of like one of his his podcast episodes and he was talking to somebody and I was like, oh, that seemed kind of interesting. Did he go, okay. Yeah, he did. Okay. He did for sure. Okay. But you listen the, to the show. The whole didn't. point is he is now a, I believe like a more, he's a centrist. I would consider. I always hated this guy. And in fact, in the early days of the podcast, we had a, um, mm-hmm. an award called Dickhead Face. And we were like, this, this guy is what we created this thing off of. You know, yeah. him and uh, uh, the Bears quarterback. Jay Cutler. Uh, Jay Cutler. Yeah. And so forever, I hated Bill Maher. I hated his politics. I hated his snarkiness. Even the imitation of him viscerally. You did, you did didn't you? So Okay. 
But now he has gone like, I hate woke. Uh, that's destroying what my version of being a liberal is. There's woke is two too genders. Far. Okay. So he's bringing it back to the middle. And I'm like, I could deal with this. So I started listening and, and I, I listened to like 10 of them in a row. I was doing stuff around the house or whatnot. And they're like a half hour or whatever. <laughs> I'll be hearing you in Bill Maher's ear now. You listen to 10. But, okay. But I called my brother, my ex-brother-in-law, Steve, who used to be on the podcast and is a extreme progressive, not extreme, but he's a progressive for sure. And I was like, hey, I haven't talked to you in like a year or whatever, but I do want you to know, you'll never believe this. I listened to to Bill Maher and he goes, yeah, of course you do now because he's a shitbag conservative. And I'm like, oh, oh okay, dude. He moved to- But it, what's funny is, is, so I'm thinking most progressive people have literally just been like, oh, this guy has an opinion that differs. He's conservative. Yeah. That's how quick it went. Yeah. And I'm like, if you actually listen, he does a lot of snarky arguing and pushing back, still hates Trump, still whatever. But he, he he's at least a l- rational on some things, things he should be rational yeah, on. No, I like you know, like vaccine and like he's going like, <clears throat> let's look at, let's follow the science. And what we know now tells us that what we thought then it was, it was crazy. And we I, shouldn't I, do it I anymore. like his show. I like, but the thing that bugs me about him besides his face <laughs> is- uh, I'm still there with his face. He's- Got this thing that like the thing that Joe Rogan has too, where it's like yes and a little bit. Not only that, but like keep the ball in the air. Somebody will go like, well, it, you know, they'll say just whatever. It's because the vaccines are blah blah blah, and he'll go, no, they're not. And like just, but he'll, but like, he'll laugh at it though. He'll do no, it but as- he'll just go like, I've never heard that. And like he'll kill stuff. <laughs> like he does do that. Even in, I've I've watched all of his interviews on YouTube too. You watched the Fred Durst one, didn't you? Uh, no, like no, that's just way too much dickhead face for one. That's so much for one show. <laughs> Why wouldn't they just do audio only on that? Yeah, I don't Nobody know. wants to see that. Now part. he looks like, he, instead of wearing the red baseball cap, he wears a red beanie, and he looks like one of those like gnomes that you have in your front yard with the white beard he and the stupid... so bad. I talked about that I know. on the punk rocks. Like, that guy sucked <laughs> back then. We knew it. We knew it. No, um, yeah, but Bill Maher does that where he just like does the conversation killer thing. He's like, you're on a show having conversations. You don't ever just go, nope. Or at least say nope, and here's why. Mm-hmm. He'll just go like, I don't... I don't but think that. He, also, he's. Uh, I feel like he's turning into a woman. Oh, really? Yeah, Bill Maher. The thing like Adam Carolla said years ago about Caitlyn Jenner. He did? Yeah. What do you he's mean, been, he's been on that tip. Yes. Well, yeah. I don't think he's going to transition or any of that. I don't mean like literally. I just look at him and I go, you can't get. He's not flamboyant, but you can't get much. Like you. you it's got to be all the pot, right? I just know, like, if you tested his testosterone, it would go, we've never heard of that in this blood. <laughs> There's, like, none there. You know, I still like him. I like his show. Yeah. I watch probably every real time that comes out. I do like that show, and I, I like the way his brain works oftentimes. But I just go, like, every, when he's, like, the way he sits and puts his hands, okay. And I'm if, just going, like, dude, just, if, I don't if, know, if, just convert or if whatever. Any, if, if anyone was going to give it a try, I thought the Roseanne one was pretty good because anybody who doesn't let him off the hook and just keeps pushing toward like at him, I think you can break him down. I think that people are afraid to argue with him thinking he knows more because he's a, does a news related show. Yeah. But there are people that are like, I'm not willing. Like Candace Owens was another one where they're, it, it was like, a hard listen. It like devolved into, yeah, it was nonsense. It devolved well, into. Dude, that I like something she says. I don't have real strong opinions on her, yeah, but, me but I just feel like I could not imagine like, Say you had to like be a roommate with her for a weekend. I'd be like, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah. Even if like we, even if we're getting along fine, and getting, I'd just go like, this woman will not give up. She kept bringing up something about the moon landing. Yeah. What well, he did. He it? did. She t- tweeted something years ago, making a joke about the, like, hey, is anybody, what conspiracies out there like really blow your mind? I'll start moon landing or like some off the cuff thing that she really didn't like put her 
roots down right and he brought he had a producer find that or whatever and threw it up at her and she's that's right i want to debate all these things and he tried to disqualify everything she said by saying but you're a moon landing denier so every that's the kind of of tactic yeah you know what i mean joke but so, she falls into the same category as Shapiro, where it's like these people are trained to win yeah, arguments yeah. so much. They're, they're professional debaters. Yeah, so it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't want to talk to you because it's always an attack. Yeah, Charlie Charlie Kirk, they know how they. That's what they do is they debate and they're really good at it. And so if you're Bill Maher and you bring someone on that has like these five topics, they are they could school you on. Yeah. It, and then you try to find the sixth topic that they're not really, you know, that's the only way you can you gotta do, talk I, about your garden. more. Right. So yeah. anyway, I just Anyways, wanted to explain yeah. to people, Hey, I can be, I can change because I heard you on this punk rock podcast you were on in September and you were talking about music and you're like, Dave never really had to admit he was wrong because he still likes the same, but you guys were talking about all this different music you like. And how diversified. I'm diversified. I just know that I've never gone back and felt guilty about stuff I liked in the past. I don't remember what I said. That's what you said. I listened to I it. Said I said, you I'm going to get my notebook to... out. You were just like, Dave's in a perfect place because unlike you, who was into the new metal scene, oh. you have to go back and be embarrassed where I'm like, no, I'm still, I you're still listen to the, the same. Yeah. I still, I'm still in it. I think my point was you're proud of the things you grew up because you still stand by them. Yes. And I grew up in an area where it's extremely embarrassing right, right. to talk about the stuff. I, not all of it. I don't like, I don't feel embarrassed about grunge. But well, new I, metal, dude. I opened up my notebook and was going to start writing down all these other artists from different genres. To, but then I thought, I don't have to validate myself to Ben. I think you do. Well, maybe next time. But I did. <laughs> I did make a game for you, which I'm going to do it a little la, bit later. Um, but I wanted to ask you about fanny packs. So your algorithm, my algorithm. Okay. I don't know if if you've seen. Um, I know Joe Rogan wears a, he wears a fanny pack, and uh, uh, Tim. Um, yeah, but that's uh, like Tim Kennedy wears one. Joe Rogan wearing a fanny like, pack is like when Charlize Theron cut all her hair off. It's like I bet I could still be hot anyway. He's wearing that, going like, "Do you want to fight me? I have, okay, I have something you can make fun of." So I'm not using them as an example, and I know people are going to be like, "Well, you you like it because he like." I don't care what Joe Rogan likes. I really only listen to Joe Rogan when the guest is someone I care. You're about. You're just saying he wears a fanny pack. What I'm saying is, is you don't see many people in society here in Northwest Indiana yep. wearing fanny packs. It still hasn't got got to this point. If people are wearing back. them anywhere. If they're wearing them back. in Colorado and. But when you do see these alg- in your algorithm, you will see advertisements where these dudes are wearing crossbody, fan- like tactical fanny packs. I did buy right? one of those once. Uh, no, not a fanny pack, but it's like a, uh, a crossbody. Like a tiny little backpack. It was something that I wanted to wear if I was going to Chicago with my kids and I wanted to put things in there to protect myself. So this is what this is why I carry I carry almost everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey. I don't like to have um, all the shit in my pockets. And so that would be the easiest way to go. So I have a couple, like you said, a small, one of those like tactical backpacks. It's like the size of a woman's little purse. Here's the problem, man. You better be, your physique better be good. But not even that. Good. I, I tried to wear it that way and I was like, I can't pull it off. It will give you a big left titty. Oh, I didn't think about Dude, that. Dude, if, if yeah. it's going across, yeah. I'm well, not, that's what women. I'm not that's way out what, of shape, but I wear it and I go, "Oh God!" This is the same thing this. for women when they wear a crossbody. Yeah, but that's awesome. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, it, well, it doesn't look equal. Oh, it's lopsided. Oh. But either way, it doesn't. They matter. probably think it's less awesome than. I so do. my thing is, okay, you see these guys are like, oh, uh, on these podcasts that have these tactical, tactical dudes. Yeah, they'll be like, "Hey, what's your EDC?" Which is your everyday carry, right? And a guy will like pull out his little Don't his little backpack and he'll pull out knife and he'll pull out a, uh, you know, one of those. Let me tell you something. The, the if little you're notebooks selling me a product that, 
and you go EDC acronym, I'm not you're, buying well, you're, you're it not for the, a dollar. You're, you're not, not the you're not the 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 people they're selling. I just to. told you I bought one. I am their okay. demo. I just don't want to hear that acronym. So say bag to put your stuff in. They show all this stuff, right? The dude's got a knife. He's got a gun. He's got some brass knuckles. He's got a pen in case he needs to take notes. He's got a little notebook in case he needs to write down some field notes about you know okay. his direction on where he's been and where he's going. Maybe this he needs pencil. to draw a map. You know, this pencil is your most valuable tool on your vest. And so I was like, hey, it'd be nice to have all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I, even if it has a gun in it, it's a purse. It's a purse. Uh, There's zero way of getting around it. It's a purse. So no, it's don't a purse try to. If it hangs from your shoulder. Don't not try to. Don't try to dude it up. It's a purse, um, and you have to wear it the whole time because if you have a weapon in it, you can't be like, "Hey, I'm just going to take it and put it down, and now I'm going to move freely. I just know it's over in that corner." It has to be on you at all times, dude. If I wear it, it's a tactical. It's a tactical pouch for my EDC. If Bill Maher wears it, that's a bitch ass purse. <laughs> I mean, you could be dazzle it and make it a little less, you know, tactical, and people wouldn't know that that's what's in there. I feel like or he think would, that's what's he in wouldn't, there. But it, we could be the exact same one. So, how many dudes are wearing the crossbody tactical bag, but don't even have a firearm or a knife or any weapon? It's just literally handy wipes. Uh, what dude? You know, spare. I'm saying there's got to be dudes out there that are not on that same mindset. What can you think of? That you would need if, to carry. Say, say you like, okay, let's take weapons out, right? You don't have an EDC. You just shove it in your pants, right? Well, EDC could be coins. It could be a wallet. It's, just, it's not necessarily weapons. It's oh. your everyday. What do you carry? What do you carry when you go out? In a non-tactical setting, we're calling it EDC? I mean, that's, that's, what, ta- that's worse, what tactical dude. people call it, right? <laughs> it's even right. Worse. No, no. no, I thought you meant like your everyday Whatever. weapon go ahead. that you carry. I don't want to shit on your point. What could, I would love to hear someone sell me on stuff they have to have. Like, tell me what you need for your everyday carry. Like, anyone. So I can laugh and make fun yeah. of Yeah. Again, I don't... That's what I... You said wipes, dude. So if I, someone with a straight face said, dude, I have nowhere to put my wipes, I'd go put them in your... Your butt. Well, I'd say it in a more feminine... Well, you know? I guess my thing would be, why does anyone need that then? There's there's just too much stuff. You have enough pockets. to. That's why... See, we've been guilted away, and I talked about this on the podcast. I think it got deleted... Uh, last week, but about the tactical, you know, cargo shorts aren't cool. Yeah. Dudes can't wear cargo pants. It's not cool. That Chicks was the compromise. That was the answer. But now, okay, but now you wear jeans and you don't have enough pockets and you don't carry a purse. So what about this? What about when you're, now your girl doesn't want to carry her purse. She's like, well, you've got your, your crossbody tack bag. Can you throw my <laughs> wallet and my perfume and my lip liner in there? That way I don't have to carry anything. And now you're completely... You flip the other. It is what's never happened. No, it's, I'll hold your. You don't think like it's ever happened for- to a, a dude to wear a tactical bag because he's like, gotta have my gun, gotta have my knife, and his oh, chick yeah, was like, hey, yeah. I gotta carry this giant Stanley bottle. It doesn't make sense for us both to carry purses. Mm-hmm. You just throw my, you know, lip liner and my my uh, chapstick, chapstick, and, and and whatever else Contact in case. yours. Yeah. These are all things. Okay, we can't. And all when be, a dude does that, what does what does that say about? We can't him? all be my daughter. We can't all go. I'm bringing all the things I like with me everywhere and trashing dad's car <laughs> and shouldn't. his house and his right. mom's house. Yeah, no, no, no. You can't do that. So I just. I, That's why you can't. We have to stop these things. It's like when they talk about AI. We have to stop man bags before it gets out of control. Because yeah, we do. The, the 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 last thing we want to happen is is for us to normalize carrying our wife's keys. We ask them to carry our keys. They like purses. 
Yeah, but they all—they like also them. like to not have to. There's a lot of women out there that like to not have to worry about anything. They could be footloose and fancy free. You can do that. You carry their stuff, and, and that's no. And they're like, it's cool though because you got your gun, and so like you want to carry that. So why not just carry my? All right. Again, this is a my great ta- argument. To my tampons, my you know what I'm saying? Like, how about this? Get rid of the man bag altogether. We it it was a a good thought, but there's just too much corruption that could come from it. Yeah, I mean, you know how people talk about diets and they go like, "Well, think about it. We weren't designed for this. We weren't des- we were designed to eat every 4 hours. Cavemen ate once a day. It's normal." Well, guess what they also didn't have? They also didn't have bags and jeans. So if Soap. you if you can't carry it, then Right. You're fortunate to have four pockets in your pants. You got two front, two back. That's anything other than that. You got to have a purse, and if you then you just have a, you have to have a purse. You remember Mary Kondo, Marie Kondo, Marie the lady, Kondo, the lady that was saying like if Kondo, if it didn't bring you joy, mm-hmm. get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And then recently, my wife was saying, "Why? Well, I, I just saw this this thing that said if you don't use something within one calendar year, throw it away. I like it's not it. important. Yeah, great. Okay. So let's take it to the next step. If you can't fit what you need." In your normal pockets that came from your normal pants, which is four pockets, two front, two back, then you don't need it. If it doesn't bring you joy and you can't fit it in your pocket. I mean, that that sounds... We, it's a wrap. Yeah, Marie Kondo, that's it. So you'll never see me wearing one of those things. I thought about it. I put one on. I tried to put all my gear in it. And I was like, this is too cumbersome. It's too no. cumbersome. And plus the man boob thing. Plus, yeah, like you can't... Unless you're like wired like my 11-year-old daughter... Where it's like, she has like 8,000 stuffed animals, and you go, this is way too many. But literally, she will play with them all. Like, she has 800 Barbies, and if I threw one away, she'd know. She'd be like, where's the brown one with short hair, the one that has the purple dress? They do bring her joy. So, too many things bring her joy. Um, She's she's a bad case study for this, but I'm saying for adults, you have to decide. If Tim Kennedy or Joe Rogan or The Rock or any of these people may be like badasses, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I don't, it, it takes away... I don't care what they say. They could be like, I'm, I'm confident. I don't care. I'm going to wear it. Cool. I'm going to look at it and go, that's not, I think it's a little The less, chances of me makes you a little the less fight cool. are still really bad, but they're right. 1% better now. And I still don't think you look very cool. It's not no, a good look. yeah. It it's a bad better. look. No, it looks worse. It looks worse. It's a bad look. No, it's like, you know what? At home, I kind of, my, my brother calls it gotta do's and wanna do's. I say like, let's do what we have to do before we can do what we want to do. That is the same concept like with your, with your stuff in your pocket. Bring the stuff you have to bring. The stuff you want to bring, sorry, no can do. Well, you have to make a trade-off, right? On that day, something else may be more important. If you don't have room for it, it can't go, or you have to make a sacrifice. Just treat it like my, the floor of my car and throw everything on it. If you put a coat on, you get two extra pockets. Maybe yeah. four if you have interiors. If you have a starter pocket, you get a, or a starter jacket, you get a big old pouch. Yeah, see? Dude, that's the answer. Start, way- start a jacket. We, okay, let's be fair. We had this figured out in 1992. They have a, a front game pouch, which I don't know. Yeah, you know, dude. I mean, hunters usually wear that on the back. They just turn it around and put it on the front. I used to load up my starter pocket uh, pouch, my starter jacket pouch, and... uh, Charlotte Hornets? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I That was the most popular... I think I had a a LA Kings one, too. I just, like, saw, like, whatever rappers were wearing. You're like, which one are people less likely to steal out of my locker? (laughs) Well, if that was the case, I would have got, like, I don't know, something not as cool or whatever. Well... Hornets was the one. Yeah. Back in the day, Hornets was the one. So... So on a, on, a, on a more feminine tip, a purpose, I, I got some well wishes. Like, so, so some of the girls on my daughter's softball team that I help coach oh, yeah. got me Christmas gifts, right, for what? being a coach. Oh, yeah, you know? nice. So I decided rather than sending the app, and I didn't open it in front of them, I decided that after, after uh, 
opening it instead of sending them their mom and dad a text message and saying, hey, thanks or whatever, tell your daughter. Uh, because nothing irritates me more than when I put something that my kid has done well on Facebook and then somebody says to my kid, great job. I'm like, my kid doesn't have Facebook, so and I'm not going to probably tell them. So don't do that. Yeah, when you post your kid's happy birthday and everyone's going happy birthday, they don't have, like, yeah, they're not Lucy doesn't this. have a phone. Yeah. So what you're saying is like, I told you happy birthday. So or when people have a or, or uh, have someone passed away and on the anniversary they go, uh, "Love you, you know, love you, Phil. Another day in, in another year in heaven. I yeah. miss you always." It's like Phil can't. He's not. I, he's not checking. I his get. Facebook. Like I try to go. Like the intentions are good, right? This is just people going. Like, I'm thinking of it, and right. I want I want you to know that I care. Yes, I want everyone um, else to know that I didn't forget. But I am that guy who doesn't do it. Like I don't say happy birthday like whenever like if there's a group chain happy birthday no nah. yeah you, you didn't you, you didn't give me one well no you well, I, I turned my I, birthday I, didn't know it was your birthday. I turned my birthday thing back on this year it's been off for years and i was like bah humbugging because i'm like you know everyone forgets my birthday and i'm like well you turned it off no one really knows my birthday well that's my stupid joke i do all the time on facebook i'll do it like twice a year while i go i can't believe nobody sent me right. happy birthday wishes when it's not my birthday right. and then people start going oh happy birthday right. and the joke is like the People reason, don't really know. The reason they didn't say happy birthday is because it's not my birthday. They feel obligated to do so once it pops up. And yeah. They're sitting on the toilet and they're like, I don't eh, know I why I do that post. It just entertains like me. It's just for me. But no, I didn't know it was your birthday until I saw something. Yeah. Probably my Facebook. I guess. So then. It didn't tell me. My, like, probably post- my wife's Instagram. She probably posted a picture of us somewhere. I don't use Instagram. But oh, okay. Well, whatever. Probably Facebook. Um. So I wrote, I went to my, in my wife's desk in her office and I pulled out thank you cards. And I hand wrote a message to every single family, you know, the girl and the family. So like they could open it up and it's handwritten. Uh, thank you for whatever the gift was. I'm going to use it yeah. this way, or I really appreciate it. And then a little nice message about having the opportunity to have coached their child or met them as a family and blah, blah, blah. I can't wait to move forward and do this and that. Mm-hmm. And then I got obsessed with the idea of getting stationary and writing letters again. Oh, like no more of the, if you don't come at me with your, 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 you know, stupid, happy, happy Facebook, happy birthday on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I need a handwritten letter or, or didn't happen. You know, when we went to Salem, uh, I bought my lady, uh, some paper from Italy. Mm-hmm. It's like, you could feel it's almost like closet like really high quality. And this is from, I think it was from Amalfi, Italy. And then like this little, uh, what do you, the wax seal. Mm-hmm. That's so, sweet. So I was, and, and it was, it was like. I can't believe how much I paid for paper, yeah. but but it was like, I just go like, if there's ever an occasion where you have something super important, you can go, this is paper from Italy. It's awesome looking. It's got a wax seal with her initial on it. And I was like, I don't know what you'd use it for, but someday you're going to want to thank somebody. Now, for when something. somebody sends you the picture of their family on the postcard and it says like holiday greetings from the Smiths. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I saw that picture on your Facebook six months ago and you just put it onto a card, which yeah. I don't care. But if you got a handwritten note from somebody and they're like, I took the time to write a sentiment, my own handwriting. Oh, it's yeah. not perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I wrote them all in cursive and my daughter was looking at it. She's like, Oh my God, you beautiful handwriting. And and I'm like, it's, it's not a, it takes, I don't know the difference between an N and an M. And sometimes I get lost in, you know, uh, capital Z's are a problem. I always say use context clues. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. but it's funny because she's like, Oh, I can't really read it. I don't know what it says. And so I'm thinking like, of course they can't, they don't do it anymore. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's that lost art when we look used to look back and, you know, we would read Shakespeare and we go this, thou, thus, what kind of bullshit is right. this? Now I'm writing and my daughter 
probably pictures me with a quill pen, you know, yeah. under with, with a lantern right in cursive. Been. You should have. You should have fire going. So I looked at getting uh, stationery, and for 40 sheets, it's 40 bucks. And then I was like, I could probably make my own, right? You just get something like a better paper stock, and you go on Canva. Wait, and you why design... is it 40 bucks for what kind of stationery? Like, because you get a card that, or the, the um, envelope that fits it to, it's like a, you know, one, if you go to like Hallmark or whatever. seal of the, the That's house? not even for a custom one. Does it no. have your house's sigil on it? No, no. This is just paper? Yeah. With You get an envelope that is the same, that you can fold in one fold and put the thing in. If you bought it in a pack, it was like 40 bucks. That's the Why cheapest I Why am I confused? I found What's special about this paper other than it fits in the envelope? All Card paper. stock. It's different. And it has like, okay. a, and the border has like a design or some kind oh, of like, okay. you could get, um, now if you wanted to do like Laverne and Shirley where you had your like D for, for mm-hmm. Dave or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to cost you some simoleons. But well, I just ask you. You're not going to use it often, so it's worth it. I defy anyone to tell me that if they got a handwritten personal letter, they wouldn't be like, this This guy cares. <laughs> That's your life's mission, to have people think you care. Actually, while, simulta- it's that- while simultaneously letting people think you don't care. <laughs> or making them sure I don't care. You're a real yin-yang. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to this Christmas party and sit in the corner and not talk to anybody. And I won't wear a Christmas sweater. You're like, but I want to buy special stationery and write you a note because I want you to think I care. It's the thought that counts, even if I never get you a letter. The <laughs> thought that I thought about buying stationery but realized it was way too much money. But you're peculiar about what, yeah. when you choose to decide. Like, you want people to think you care a lot. And then sometimes you're like, I don't care what they think. I, there's certain people that I want to know that I care a lot, and I have a trouble expressing myself, all right? So if I decide <laughs> in a moment of weakness to, to draft a letter of thanks that you're part of my life, feel honored, you SOB. I think, yeah. I mean, you sh- I think people Need should. your address. What's that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so one I'll, of the, I'll wait by the mailbox. Did you write jokes? Breath. Yeah. Okay. So I, we, some, well, I, we talk about writing. I literally was late today because I was like, I don't have time. It takes so long to write. I got a game that I want to play this before looks like that. Shit. All right. Well, you need like, to this learn cursive. Nice. You know how long it would have taken me? Taken Dude, me? type it out. I need a printer, but yeah. Okay. Right. I got a game for you. Mm-hmm. So we were talking before, uh, last podcast or the podcast before, about the live show and how we did. Um, now I forget what they're called again. What are the girls called? The, the hot pinup? Suicide girls? We were talking about. And my cousin, uh, Adrian, put it on our Facebook page. It was like Suicide Girls or American Gladiators or whatever. whatever. No, roller, we, roller we, derby. We would always take Suicide. I would say Suicide Girls have the quackiest names and you, they, could all, they could either be a Suicide Girl. And the whole point was these are like super hot indie models, right? Alternative mm. models. But their names were, were wacky. Mm. Weren't hot. And could literally be confused with American Gladiator or you fill in the blank. And I had different categories and I would do different different times I would give you five of these names and then five names from this category and ask you which was which. Correct, yeah. So since 2021, I've gotten really into collecting baseball cards again. And um, I've been in search of this Tom Brady card that's like all the buzz that's going on right now. Uh, And in the process, well, it's $500,000 if you open it. That's what it was. I think it's a million now if you get it. And it's like Charlie Charlie and the Chocolate This is like Bitcoin. It's like, how come? I don't know, right. but it Anyways. is what it is. I enjoy so, baseball I cards, market, and you yeah. have to buy this specific Bowman uh, yeah, Bowman, I, I Bowman got draft. Yeah, way into it too. Yeah, it's so like, it, it's right. this one, this one thing. So anyway, I bought a bunch. And it's fifty one dollars for thirty seven cards. What, so what? 
But okay. it's 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 yeah. no different than gambling. But anyway, the cards are nice. Like any card you get in there, there's value to them if you trade or if you're going to actually go out and try to sell them. But this I don't just do that sounds anyway. like I don't know what to do with my money. So this is like gambling. Like I don't know what to do with this money. So I'll just do. You weird get stuff with it. that gambling fever because you're like I could open this pack, but then my wife is like, You could get. Would you what, if you got that Brady card? Would you sell it? And my daughter's like, No, we'd hold on to it because it would only increase in value. And I'm like, I don't know what I would do. I would just show people that I got it, and then I would try to hide it so people I didn't mean, kill me for it. So anyway, there's a Tom Brady card feel like when he could... got drafted to the Expos out of college, and obviously he never played for, as a catcher. He never played for the for the Expos. Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Played baseball? In college. Okay. And he was drafted to the Expos, but he never played for the Expos. He ended up playing football instead. Okay. So, But this one-of-one one one autographed Tom Brady is worth oh, okay. X amount of dollars. Okay. So anyway. I started noticing that baseball players have stupid names. Uh, white baseball players. You have to go with their facial Not, not, not. I mean, we have so many other um, ethnicities at play that have fun names too. But white people have goofy names. And millennials are, are the goofiest. We, we've literally, you know, okay. all these tropey jokes about like how black people name their kids and Chinese people name their kids and this group of people names their kids and that group of people names their mm-hmm, kids. And we all mm-hmm. make jokes. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, white, different cultures have different names. White people have just gone silly. It used to be Bob, Chris, Michael. Yeah, well, yeah, because poor kids don't play baseball anymore. They do like for Little League for like four years. Well, yeah, because you have to travel and you have to... It, you have right. to have money to even pretend. Well, and, there's and, not... I don't, who names their kids weirder shit than anybody, white people with money? Okay, so this is where we're at. I started looking at these card names as I'm going through my Bowman draft. And I'm like, hmm, this could be a country singer. This could be a baseball player. So oh. I have 10 names and you guys can play at home too and keep score. I'm going to keep score for you, Ben, and I'm not going to let you know. I'll let you know as we go through um, which ones you get. If you get it right or you get it wrong, and then you can tally. I will keep track of So I score. have to guess. So I'm going to give you a name and baseball you're going to tell me, is this a, a up and coming baseball player or an up and coming country star? So hopefully you don't recognize any of these country musicians. You don't listen to country music like no, that, so no, I, I don't no. anticipate you. Some people in our listening audience may be like, well, I already know that, you know, whatever. Uh, Colton Tubbs is a country you singer. you say Billy right? 12 Strings Jackson? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so is this a country singer or a baseball player? Connor Smith. Connor. Um... Connor Smith is a baseball player. He is a country singer. So that's wrong. Named Connor? Connor Smith. Yeah. Okay. Chase Davis. That's a country singer. Baseball. Son of a... Baseball. Plays for the Cardinals. Chase. Noble Meyer. Noble Meyer plays baseball. Plays baseball. Yeah, because that's... uh, My child would be named Noble. All right. Drew Parker. So it could go either way. I'm just been so many baseball that I'm just gonna say country singer. Country singer, correct. But, but I wanted to say baseball. <laughs> All right, J.C. Kafus, baseball, baseball. Yeah, I thought all, that the, all throw- the acronyms. They, yeah, dude. All right. Yeah, because they try to throw in so many. Levi Wells, country singer, baseball. Ah, Levi baseball. plays for the Orioles. Okay. All right. Jackson Dean. Country singer all day. You got it. You have to be. I thought you were going to be like, I know you threw that one as the red herring. Yeah, I just took the bait and it was right. right. Okay. Cameron Marlowe, but it's spelled K-A-M-E-R-O-N. Baseball player. Rich Whitey had that kid. Country. What? Country singer. Rich Whitey still still had that kid. (laughs) 
All right, Frank Ray. Country singer. Country singer. Yeah, Correct. yeah. Because rich white people don't name the kid Frank anymore. Uh, I, I would, but I'm a poor white guy. Lucas Gordon. Lucas Gordon is very much a race car driver. That's is not, that's not a th- okay. Then then country singer. He's a baseball player. Four. The Chicago White Sox. Oh, really? You will be seeing a lot more of Lucas Gordon if things work out for himself. Well, he this is a person oh, who may go drafty. to triple. Yeah, he may he may go to you know through okay. the. So you got um, four out of ten. Decent, okay. decent. All right, but you know what I'm saying? Like I can't tell white people apart. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like I always thought country people. I guess country is the one genre where you don't have to come up with a Lady Gaga type of name. Your parents already named you a hillbilly name that fits <laughs> in with the. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to have. How many country stars? Now, Chris Gaines is obviously Garth Brooks. He had to go the other yeah. way and make a silly name mm-hmm. and to move outside of his genre and not to be judged as Garth Brooks. Yeah, they name them old school Southern things. Do you think, inherent. you know that old joke, I think it was Jerry Seinfeld, would be like, you named your kid Jeeves, you didn't give him much of an opportunity. You, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, so he, like he had to be a butler? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, that really worked out. No, nah, I don't uh, you know. That but was... with that said, um, that, I, I sort of sure feel I the same the way. Like, that's how this works. It's like if, you, if you're, if uh, you're, um, you know, wh- whoever, Travis Tritt, it's like you really only had a couple yeah. of options. If you name your kid like Slugger. Mick if your name Wiley. is Agnes, you're probably working at the in the lunch line at the, ju- at the junior high. If you name it Bubba. Oh, I mean, could go, there's a couple different options there. It's just so Southern, you know. So... You have your it's interesting ju- observation, though. I, I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna have to hand you jokes to read sometimes if it comes down to it because I, I wrote three and it was just there was just not enough. I all right, steal my kid's notebook. Do you need to do it? Jokes? Yeah, of course. I mean, if, if you're saying that the, the, there's not enough meat on the bone, it's not up to me. The the, yeah. the world needs yes. jokes. Gotcha. It's not something I want. These are news, correct? Well, these are jokes that I pulled from the news. Headlines. Okay, great. Yeah. Let me roll the. Our, I got the full news bumper back. If anybody didn't notice, I found it. I dug through, and you heard it in the last podcast. I no longer do the short intro. It is the long intro, so enjoy. News. We'll go one for one until you run out of paper, and then I may have to hand you some. All right. Can these be less wordy? I mean, more wordy. I mean, less. They're news headlines. I copy-pasted. Visitors to Times Square got a small preview of New York City's famed New New Year's Eve party on Friday as the event's organizers heaved handfuls of colored paper skyward in a promotional event to test their confetti. In order to be fully prepared for the live New Year's Eve bash, they are all. They also had Jenny McCarthy put on a brand new face and trip over people while kissing strangers. That's just something they got to do. <laughs> okay. American singer and dancer Paul Abdul is suing British television executive heavyweight Nigel Lithgow over alleged sexual assault. 
Miss Abdul's lawsuit claims multiple instances of assault while the pair worked together on American Idol and So You Think You Can Dance. Abdul is claiming that Lythgo insisted on taking at least two steps forward, even though she specifically told him to take two steps back. I like that. See? You can do it, man. Okay. They don't all have to be, they don't all have to be, you know, where my mom has to turn the radio on. There's no dirty ones here. The National Weather Service has warned that another round of extremely dangerous surf conditions will hit the coast of California this week, causing huge swells from Pacific storms. On a positive note, its enormous homeless population will be getting a much needed bath. I Centu- like that. That ain't bad. Yeah. Okay. That's centuries ago, people in what is now northeast, northeastern Romania donned bear skins and danced to fend off evil spirits. That custom is today known as the Dancing Bears Festival, drawing crowds of tourists every December. Hundreds of people of all ages clad in bear costumes will dance every year around Christmas to the deafening beat of drums and roam villages and towns. Meanwhile, on Pornhub, a dancing bear will be fending off evil spirits in a far more deplorable manner. See? All right, it got a little... I mean, it, no. It was a little blue, you know. U.S. Steel will be acquired by a Japanese steel maker, Nippon Steel. In a $14.9 billion deal, spokesperson for Nippon says, we can expect enough katanas and ninja stars to keep the most enthusiastic Ninja Turtle fan happy for the foreseeable future. Okay, that one didn't need to be read out loud. But, <laughs> uh, the class action lawsuit filed in 2020 said Google misled users into believing that it wouldn't track their internet activities while using incognito mode. Investigators state that they have uncovered that Dave Googled how to be alone and track suits are reported 955 <laughs> times while in incognito how mood. How dare you. And lastly, Whiting's New Year's Eve pierogi drop has been listed as the nation's fourth best New Year's Eve drop. Ranking as the nation's worst drop, the old man's ball drop in the Omni locker room. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we made it through. This time I, I feel like, I, you know what? You wrote these today? I wrote them right before I came here. No, you did not. All of them? Yeah. I mean, beside your your terrible handwriting, it's just hard to read. Listen, it's hard for me to read, and it's hard for me to. I'm anticipating having to not finish these jokes, so he did this to me, and so that's why I have to. I they don't get delivered as smooth, but the more I trust Ben, you know, the See? easier these things are going to come out. I almost want to uh, to do a another recording separate and then drop them in like a professional level recording. But, but I want to, I like them read live. I know you do. I know you do. Dude, I am on guard because when you're reading something, like I really do just pick it up and start reading it. And I'm already, my brain's like, where's he going with this? Where's this going to end up? And, when I end up in a safe space, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, well, it could have been a little worse. I'll you never know? steer you astray. Okay. Well, that is episode 307 of the Hey My Man podcast. We'll see you next time later. <laughs> <laughs>